the podcast. This is a weekly podcast by Denver Transplants. I'm Matt. And I'm Andrew. And this is You Aren't From Here. Sweat, yep. how you doing, my friend? I'm excellent. It was a great weekend. I um, last week told you guys that I went to Golden to go to Bonfire Burritos and go floating on the river. I did the exact same thing this weekend. That's how much I like it. Wow. Creature of habit. Yeah. How about you? Love it, man. No, it was a it was a nice relaxing weekend. We got back because we for Fourth of July we went to Minnesota, and I got back. And you know when you're gone for a week and kind of just when you get back, you just kind of want to be back for a little bit, get get just back in into the swing of things and everything. And so yeah, just kind of hung out, went on a had a. Yeah, played pickleball on Saturday. I don't know if you if you guys have ever played pickleball, but it's like this new craze. It's a it's a blast. It's like if tennis and ping pong had a baby, it's like pickleball. It's basically tennis on a smaller court yeah. with like a ball that's more forgiving. It was a lot of fun, but man, it was hot. So yeah, that was a good time. And if you want an inside trick, or at least what I learned playing it like twice is run to the net every single time you can. Yep. But, um, so yeah, good week. Uh, There was some interesting things that kind of went on in the news. Um, I guess for first for the topic this week, uh, we are going to be focusing on the Broadway shows that are going to be returning to Denver and just kind of general understanding of how that all works and what shows are coming. So get excited for that. Should be something that I know Matt and I are going to try to go to a few of them. Um, I'd imagine he goes, we'll go to a few more than I will with him having a wife. So pretty exciting. <laughs> that's, that's probably, uh, that's probably a true statement there. So <laughs> yeah, some more uh, interesting news. If you did not read this past Sunday there, this past weekend, there was some alarming news about four individuals that were arrested at the Maven hotel. Um, to give you a little background, most of these headlines were quote, Four arrests at Maven Hotel. Police feared a, quote, Las Vegas-style shooting during All-Star Game in Denver, end quote. Um, the four individuals had, it was 16, they confiscated what they believe is 16 long rifles, over a 1,000 rounds, and basically body armor for them. Um, however, the good news, and it was two blocks away from the Coors Field, However, the good news is, is the FBI did release a statement on Sunday that they are not aware of any threats to the All-Star game and have no reason to believe Friday's arrests were connected to the event at this time. So there might be some updates as of Tuesday when this episode's releasing, but it sounds like there might have been some interesting things. Um, I think all of them kind of had something related to drugs and the intent to distribute. So just want to let everybody know that because I think the headline kind of freaked everybody out, thought it was going to be something surrounding a shooting or a terrorist attack, and the FBI currently is saying it is not connected to that. So hope that makes you a little bit more comfortable walking around Denver. Yep, for sure. And just, I mean, it's that's one of those things too, regardless of the, you know, what what really was their intent, right? It's a good reminder just to, to be diligent. And, and the cool part about this was it, they literally were caught because if I remember correctly reading, it was like a maid saw something that was strange. It was, it was the public 
that kind of alerted the police. And so it's like, you know, it's things like this that are a reminder of be diligent, be observant. If you see something, say something, that kind of thing. Cause it, it really can, you know, be in certain instances, the difference between life and death. Right. So luckily they've been caught. There's been, I'm sure sweat, there's more like around the bond and all that stuff too, but just a kind of a good reminder, especially on busy weekends, like this past weekend and even tonight where we have the all-star game tonight, it's, um, you know, things to be, things to be aware of and just be, be diligent. So. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to bring up was if you follow our Instagram, um, if you don't, you should, the, uh, I posted a photo of sculpture park this weekend. This is a, just to give everybody some detail on it. Sculpture park is a concert venue that is over. If you go by the performing arts center, there's like these two white kind of sculptures during the summers. They do have concerts here. Um, this past weekend, the band Goose played, and there's going to be um, kind of concerts throughout the whole summer. It looks like the last one that's going to occur will be in September. So if you want to try something kind of new, it's kind of cool. It's kind of urban, and it's super easy to get to. There's some pretty big names. Um, Steve Aoki's actually with played this past Sunday as well. Um, Fits in the Tantrums play August 12th. So get on there. Kind of interesting, kind of exciting, different kind of venue vibes that you don't get to go to. And then last but not least, kind of interesting things I learned. Um, this is kind of a what did you learn, but uh, Illegal Pete's, one of our favorites. I learned this past Friday that if you go to a concert or a game and the same day you go to Illegal Pete's and show your ticket, you can get a free margarita or draft beer with your uh, purchase of an entree. So when you get to the front of the line, make sure you bring it up because I, my buddy didn't do it in time and he wasn't able to do it. So make sure you bring it up. It's a good opportunity to get a free margarita or beer. Love it. Just another reason that we love illegal beats. Free margarita, exactly. sign me up. <laughs> all right. So well, more, more formally, my friend, what, uh, what did we learn outside of all that, that information we just talked about this week. Yeah. So this week, I don't know, Matt, if you have any friends, but there are a tremendous amount of Colorado and Denverites that are obsessed with the 14ers. Um, there are, I just feel like there's a rave about them. I think this year there was a ton of excitement about them even more just because of COVID was coming out. People could actually do them. Last year's season was, uh, pushed back due to kind of late snow and ice. And so a lot of the past they couldn't really get out to. Um, and so I was reading an article. It actually said that this year they estimate there's going to be 415, there's 415,000 people that are going to hike the state's peaks. And it's an 18% increase over the last time they recorded it back in 2018. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. They said Saturday continues to be the most popular day for 14 goers, representing 28% of the total use. But in a change, Monday through Friday accounted for the slight majority use at 52%, um, which I'm going to guess is because there's a lot of people uh, utilizing the work from home model to go hike during the weekday. <laughs> work from home with our air quotes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They did say that the uh, search and rescue request has also surged a tremendous amount. Um, it's up 200% increase year over year. So I think that's 
it seems like the increase in traffic, the main thing they're worried about is how people are parking at this base of the trails, how it's eroding the trails, and then the safety with that many people on the trail um, and being able to get to everybody that needs help in those times. So that's just kind of the news around what's currently going on with the 14ers. Um, some general just background to make you a little bit smarter. There is a big debate on how many true 14ers there are in Colorado because there technically are 58 peaks that are over 14,000 feet. However, um, a lot of people qualify 14ers as kind of a different thing. Most say must rise at least 300 feet above the saddle that connects it to the nearest 14er peak. If that one, if there's one nearby. So I know there's a couple of trails where you can do like three 14ers in one day. Um, I'm not sure which ones, if all three qualify, there might be a, a time where two only qualify because there's not a 300 foot distance from the saddle of the next mountain. So that kind of tells you that. And then most people believe it seems like there's either 53 or 54 is what people qualify as like if you finished all the 14ers. Um, to give you guys a little bit of trivia, uh, the tallest 14er is Mount Elbert is 14,433 vertical feet. And the shortest one is Sunshine Peak, which is actually 14,001 feet. Um, there's actually different, I never knew this, but there are different trails on a 14er. So most of them kind of have, I don't know if you've ever done one, Matt, but when I did like Quandary Peak, it seemed like there was just like, you know, one trail and you go from bottom to top and back down and everyone's on the same trail. But actually, most of the trails have between two and about five different trails that you can take. Um, with Mount Wilson actually having eight different routes, and that's the most, like different ones. So I guess if you really, really like climbing one mountain, you can do it like four different ways. Last couple of things, the longest hike for 14er is Pikes Peak. Round trip is 24 miles, and your vertical feet is 7,600. You can also do a lot easier way and just drive up it and pay $15 a person or $5 per job. And then lastly, the shortest hike is Mount Bross, and that is only 3.25 miles, and it's 2,250 vertical feet. So maybe do that one if you want to, like, start out really easy and, like, take, like, an easier one. It's only 3.25 miles round trip, so a lot of vertical feet, but kind of an easier one. Um, and the last thing, I just said the last thing, but there it has been – with so much surge in 14ers and new tourists and stuff coming, my understanding is that a lot of people have actually started to focus more on the 13ers and believe 13ers are better. There are 647 13ers in Colorado. So um, if you want to start on that track, I would imagine it's going to take you a few years to finish all those, but you'd probably be one of very few that have actually finished all the 13ers. Okay. Well, then you'll have people wanting to do, what do you call them, 12? 12, 12 12ers. 12 teeners? <laughs> 11 teeners? <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of information there, but I think the big thing to note is that uh, we technically are 58, but most people say there's either 53 or 54, and there's kind of an argument over one, I believe. And then uh, there's been just a crazy amount of increased traffic this year. So, plan ahead, get there early, and – 
walk for however long you want to walk. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I it, 14 is on my to do list. I mean, you you even just moving to Denver know what a 14 is, and everyone everyone it's like a rite of passage. So yeah. it's on my to do list. Haven't gotten there yet, but um, definitely uh, definitely on the to do list. I need to plan to be sore for about a week after that. But uh, yeah, on my on my list. So yeah, no, they're. Uh... I, don't know, I personally get pretty bored and I'm just standing there just walking and there's like false summits every single turn. So I think I've done, I did one, I did quandary like three years ago before I even moved out here and I haven't done one since. So probably need to get out and do another one. So let I'll me do know. it with you. We can, we can do a you aren't from here, 14er. There we go. I like it. We'll just name it. We'll rename it. I'm down. All right. Fair enough. So, all right, so, let's, so we are going to have our Denver Center for the Performing Arts kind of segment be where did we go. But before we hit that, what did we try this week? Yeah, so we have talked about Denver Central Market before. It is at 2669 Larimer Street in Denver, so it is in Rhino. It's kind of like a food hall concept. Uh, we talked about the general, just kind of like everything that was there and all of the different restaurant options, but we only talked about one of the places we went, which was right. one of the butcheries. Um, but these past two weekends, to add to my habits, I went to Culture. And Culture is technically just says meat and cheese place. And what they serve is you can get like kind of meat and cheese platters, kind of almost like a professionally made charcuterie board. Um, that looked really, really good, but I've actually never had those. What I want to focus on is their sandwiches slash dinner. Um, so they do a sandwich and dinner. Mainly just they have a, was it, six sandwiches. So they have a smoked turkey, a grilled cheese, a cholera pastrami, spicy Cuban, the caprese, and a hot ham and cheese. And I have absolutely fallen in love with the Colorado pastrami that this place serves. It is like, it's by far, and I think I've decided officially, it is the best pastrami sandwich I have had in my entire life. Is it the best sandwich you've had in your entire life? Or is it the best sandwich you've had in Denver? Like pastrami aside. I think you could argue it's probably, it might be the best sandwich I've had in Denver. You say that I have my snarf shirt on. So I know. I just, okay. I'm being honest here. Like this is not, I had friends come in town and they literally, they're from Dallas and they said, this is the best pastrami sandwich I've had. And they go, what about overall sandwiches? And they said it would be top five. Wow. So, just putting it out there. It's got some high rave. It's the Colorado pastrami. It's Alpine Swiss cheese, cold flaw, sweet pickle aioli on a butter toasted rye bread. And it costs $13.95. It's amazing. Like you, you need to try it. I've had it twice in two weeks. I'm probably going to give you a third time this week. So, dude, hit me up. I'll, I'll go with you. That sounds so good. Yeah. So, a couple of different things about this place. Uh, they do serve lunch and dinners from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and breakfast is 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, weekdays they are open from Sunday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Friday and Saturday they are open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, they have a location at Denver International Airport. I'm not sure, I would imagine it's a very similar menu, but just because it's the airport, it might change a little bit or pricing might change. 
And then they did just open one at 2630 West 38th Avenue at Levers Locavore. Um, and that's, I believe, going to be the kind of same concept. It looks like sandwiches, soups, salads, and chef prepared uh, meats and cheeses. So strongly consider it. My rating, I mean, I got to rate the whole thing. I can't just rate the pastrami sandwich because I think if it's your best sandwich you ever had in Denver, you technically have to rate it a 10, right? Isn't that how that works? I don't know about, I, I don't know about a 10. It, it, it's the best you've had so far. I mean, yeah. maybe if you turn 95 and it's the best sandwich you've ever had in your life, then you can warrant a 10. You can you warrant a 10. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go with a, a 9.3. Dude, you've been dishing out high ratings. You've been, I, uh, you've been on, which is not bad. I'm, you just, I, you've, you're starting to figure out you're, you're, uh, you're finding some solid spots. No, I am. And I think I, I honestly, that it might be that we're like coming out of COVID here and I don't have to wear a mask all the time because vaccinations and like cities getting back to normal. So maybe everything's just exciting me more, but it's really, really good. Strongly consider it. Take a friend, take your girlfriend, go to Denver Central Market, get a drink, get a sandwich, call it a day. Love it, man. Okay. Dude, yeah, and this is something, I mean, my wife Carly would love. Like, a, they have the meat and cheese board for 25 bucks. Like, if you, that, that just strikes me as like a perfect, like if you're a, a Saturday beautiful day at City Park or Wash Park and you don't want to, you don't have all these ingredients, run here, grab a meat and cheese board, bring it on to a picnic. Like, yeah. perfect. Get that, yeah. get a couple sandwiches. Dude, what more do you want out of a picnic? That's perfect. I agree. Yeah, but so when you walk in, just to get everybody's story and everybody, when you walk in the front entrance of Denver Central Market and you, you there's like that little pathway in between the seating, you take a left and you keep walking and you'll run straight into it. It kind of just has like this little uh, kind of glass opening thing that they have some meats in. And then they just kind of like a, a back area and a cooler. So basically walk in, take a left and walk to the end. It's called Culture. Try it this week. We need to uh, we need to send them an email so we can get a an interview. If if yeah. we gotta we got I gotta try this sandwich and we gotta we gotta get these people on the line figure out what they're putting in there. Is there crack Dude. in the sandwich? Are you putting? I think it's it's it? it's the coleslaw and it's the pickle aioli. Yeah, uh, yeah. Butter you can't go wrong with a good aioli. And I don't know if you like rye bread. I'm not a big rye for bread fan, but because it's on butter toasted rye bread, it's like amazing. Okay. So. All right. Well, everyone, more to come. That's culture, meat and cheese. Hopefully we have an interview for you guys again. Hopefully you will start understanding, figuring this stuff out. We're doing this live people. So we'll find a cool spot. Most of our interviews start out on these segments and then go into an interview, right? So if you're picking up on it, figuring it out, you smart people out there, hopefully we get another interview for here and uh, can give you guys a little more information, more of the inside scoop, but I think that's great sweat. I love it. Yeah. it sounds delicious. So, yeah. So Matt, uh, leading to our main topic, where did we go this week? Yeah, man. So the main, the main thing that we wanted to talk about this week is the Denver center for the performing arts. They are now releasing their 2021, 2022 season schedule. Now, if you're like me and like Swetnam said earlier in the episode, my wife and I are big musical theater 
lovers. We, we go, when we lived in DFW area, we went to shows all the time and we had a bunch of shows scheduled and then COVID hit and everything either got canceled or moved back like three years. And so if you're like us, we really have that, that not only, you know, concerts and obviously are the same, but that musical theater itch again. And so with the releasing of this new 2021, 2022 season schedule, we wanted to talk about that now because obviously we're not the only ones that are as jazzed about this. Um, there are thousands of people in Denver. So if you want tickets to some of these things, now's the time to do them. So we wanted to have a, a little bit of an episode just to explain what that 2021, 2022 season looks like, what seasons are, what, how, how to get like season tickets, what tickets and shows are available now for you to purchase, what is still outstanding and potentially going to be open to the public in the weeks and months to come, just to give you guys a little bit of idea of when to act in as, as quickly as you can to make sure you get tickets. So a little bit about the 2021-2022 season schedule. It actually begins in November of this year, and it begins with the theater companies A Christmas Carol. So the Christmas Carol, starting in November, going all the way through through December, they have 30 shows that they will be offering this to get everyone kind of in the Christmas spirit, right? So the, the show and the season is actually going to start with A Christmas Carol. They also, for all you Christmas lovers there, um, they have a hip hop nutcracker show, which sounds, uh, don't ask me, I don't know what that would even look like or entail, but it is only unlike the Christmas Carol, it's called the hip hop nutcracker and it's only November 19th and 20th. Whereas the Christmas Carol is from November 19th all the way through December 26th. So if you see hip hop nutcracker and that sounds interesting to you, go for it, it's only two days. But A Christmas Carol has 30 shows. You'll be able to see it over 30 different times if you want. But it's in. you'll have plenty of opportunity to see that in the Christmas season. Yeah. It's going to make Ariana Grande's and come out on stage in the hip-hop one. Yeah. Yeah. But, dude, well, that's the problem. It's like Nutcracker doesn't have singing or, or sound. So if, if she did, it would just be like her dancing and, like, you know, there's no – she's not singing. There's no saying anything. So that's true. I don't know. That's true. So, well, if someone goes, let us know. Yeah, hip hop nutcracker. I mean, sounds interesting, right? So that's that's kind of November nineteenth. Um, from what I can see, is essentially when this season is technically starting, and that begins with the Christmas Carol and the hip hop nutcracker. Now, more exciting is that there are two shows that were originally scheduled pre-COVID that got pushed, and those two shows are Disney's The Lion King and Hamilton. So clearly now we're in Broadway land. Now we're in really popular land. There's also My Fair Lady. We have less information on that. So I'm going to focus on Disney's The Lion King and Hamilton. So Disney's The Lion King promptly after the start of the season is running between December 2nd and January 2nd. And my understanding is if you had tickets before, you still have those tickets but there are still tickets available that you can buy today for The Lion King. So I would strongly recommend if you want to see The Lion King, it's at Buell Theater. And it runs from, like I said, December 2nd to January 2nd. Tickets are on sale now. Go buy them. I have to do that myself. I was looking just a little, you know, passively. There are a lot of the key like Friday and Saturday dates are booked. 
but Wednesdays and Thursdays, they have Monday shows, all of those. They have some pretty solid seats still available for some of those non-primetime shows. So it may be a little too late if you're wanting on a Friday or Saturday. They may be a mostly picked through, but I do know there are some availability for their Monday, Wednesday, Thursday shows. So are you uh you're looking for three tickets, right? Me, Carly, and you. Of course. Yeah, you'd be in the middle. I'd be in the one seat, you'd be in the middle, and then Carly be on the, and the third seat. Perfect. Just wanted, <laughs> wanted to make sure. We'll all just hold hands and watch the the Lion King. <laughs> So, so that is, that is, um, as far as what is previously rescheduled and I bring these two up because we're, we're going to get into the actual season ticket of 2021, 2022. There is a set listing of eight shows that will be on this upcoming season. The, the Lion King and Hamilton are not on those because those are rescheduled shows. So I'm hitting on those separate. So just bear with me here. These two are kind of in their own category as well as the Christmas ones. Those are in their other in a different category as well. These are kind of one off where you buy the, a ticket for a single show. Yeah. So that's the Disney's Lion King. Like I said, December 2nd through January 2nd. Now Hamilton is here at Buell theater as well from February 16th to March 27th, 2022. So it is at the beginning of next year. And the, this is a similar dynamic where my guess is most, if not all of the tickets that were originally pre-COVID most likely were purchased, right? So I think this is a little bit of a weirder dynamic in the sense that if you had tickets before, Buell Theater obviously is going to honor those tickets for this next upcoming season. There may be a the ability to let those seats go if you're like me. I bought tickets in Fort Worth and I moved to Denver in the pandemic, right? So there may be a chance to get them. They are not on sale if you have not already had tickets for the pre-COVID show. They have not opened up those ticket purchases yet and they have not listed any sort of sales date. My guess is that with Disney's The Lion King being December 2nd and it's July and we can buy stuff now, Hamilton most likely will, will open up soon. I would definitely recommend keeping on on that, following the Denver Center for the Performing Arts on social media, as well as the Buell Theater. They will have and post things on there where you can get information quicker. So all that to say, the Hamilton Hamilton show is February 16th to March 27th, 2022. Tickets are not on sale if you have not already had them for pre-COVID. So just be on the lookout for that if you're if you're love if you love Hamilton like I do, definitely gonna want be interested in that. So more to come on that. Keep up to date on those. And then My Fair Lady also was scheduled at the Buell Theater. This one doesn't even have a rescheduled date. So obviously there's no chance for you to buy tickets if you want to go and you didn't have them before. So we don't have a lot of information on My Fair Lady. Again, if you love My Fair Lady, that's another one of these rescheduled. More information will most likely come via social media or some sort of, you know, mailing subscription or something like that through Denver Center for the Performing Arts. So keep an eye out on those. Those are kind of the big previously rescheduled Broadway shows. And the big the big cherry on top or the big point on this is if you want to go see Lion King, buy tickets now. Now the now getting to the main portion is the actual 2020, 2020 to 2021 season is kind of like a season ticket offering. So if you've never done this before or have no idea what I'm talking about every year and they will have a, you know, a listing of eight to nine to 10 shows 
that they will offer as a subscription model where you will pay kind of like season tickets. You'll pay a flat fee and you will have, you'll have seats for all of these eight shows as well as other benefits. Like you'll have priority access to Broadway added attractions. So like Hamilton oftentimes will be, since it's so popular, won't be part of the subscription. It will be separate. But if you have the subscription, you'll be put in front of the line Whereas otherwise, if you don't, you would have to wait for others so you wouldn't get as good of seats. So there are also other added benefits, but I'm not here to tell you about all those. Go look at it. It's, it's literally called Broadway subscription. And the 2020-2021 season is now open if you're interested in those subscription and models. Does it say the cost there? No. So you, I do know they have, they, you can either pay full price or you can, they offer a four to eight payment plan. The, the pricing really depends. Now, what I mean by that is it depends by what day. So when you do these subscriptions, you can choose Tuesday evenings, Wednesday evenings, Thursday evenings, Friday evenings, Saturday matinees, Saturday evenings, Sunday matinees, Sunday evenings. So what happens when you select those is for all eight shows, if you select Saturday evening, all eight shows will be on a Saturday. Now, you also have different pricing based on seating. So I do see here when I pull this up for level two seating, it's about $642 for eight shows per person, which really is not that bad when you're talking under $100 for a Broadway show or some of these big shows, not too bad. Level three, which is a little higher up in, in you know, not as good seatings, you can get a ticket for eight shows for $463. So you're looking you know, around 60 bucks, just under $60 for, for eight, eight shows. I mean, it's really pretty reasonable, right? As well as that yeah. priority access. So yeah. kind of an interesting, interesting deal, right? So that, that is uh, something that if you, if you love Broadway, like we do, especially if you like some of the shows that we're about to go over, uh, that may be a, a, something that you would want to consider. So now getting to the things that you actually really care about. So for 2020 and 2021, this upcoming season, there are eight shows. The eight shows are as follows, and I'm going to list them in order as they're listed on the website. The first show is The Other Josh Cohen. The second show is Tootsie. The third is Moulin Rouge. Four is Pretty Woman, Pretty Woman the Musical. Five is Hades Town. The sixth is The Life and Times of the Temptations. Seven is Mean Girls. And eight is To Kill a Mockingbird. So. You said Mean Girls? Mean Girls, the musical. Wow. That's wild. So, yeah. So, dude, it's, I mean, Mean Girls, that, that one's going to be, I, I think, I mean, there's going to be, the, the big ones are going to be Mean Girls, Moulin Rouge, those are going to be the big two. And I mean, Tootsie and, and Pretty Woman and Killing Mockingbird will also be really popular. I don't know about the other Josh yeah. Cohen in Hadestown. I don't know what that is, but they're, they're on the list, right? So that, that's kind of the, that's what I always, I struggle with these. And Carly and I have done those, have done these before for our theater in Fort Worth that we, we were members at. But that's one of the things that you're definitely, you need to consider, right? So it's like, if you have, if you like six of eight shows, then this is probably the way you want to go, right? But if you if you hear this listing and you want to go to Moulin Rouge and Mean Girls 
rather than paying $693 and getting all these tickets, you can just get way better seats and just buy single season or season ticket or single tickets for those two shows. Right. So it's definitely a give and take, yeah. but those are the eight shows that are offered in these, in the 2020, 2021 season. That's awesome. I, I like the idea that like, I mean, if, uh, if you're in, if you're married or have a significant other, or you just have friends like to go to these, I think it's kind of cool that you can sign up for, you know, like all winter, these are going to be, or I guess it starts in the fall and goes through the winter and into the spring. You can basically say, you know, these are playing times where we either go on yep. date night or like friend night and you can lock it in. And it's like, yeah, there might be, it's kind of going to red. I feel like it's kind of going to red rocks and seeing a band you don't like or like that you don't really like follow. Like it's still pretty fun and still like a good time because you're getting out with friends and, you're doing something and you have something planned on the yeah. calendar. So yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think it's pretty cool. Um, sign me up for your and Carly's subscription model. I'll be at the third wheel. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah, I think, I mean, I, that's hundred percent. That's, that's our excuse really for, for Carly and me is just, it's a, it's a great way to, it's a perfect date night. You know, you go, you get dinner before, get some drinks, walk to the theater, go to the theater, and then you can go and grab, you know, another cocktail before going home. So a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff definitely going on. And I, I, I'm mentioning and we're talking through like a lot of the Broadway shows and what, and what, you know, that what's on the explicit 2020, 2021 season listing, but there's also things that are not on that listing that, that are coming as well. Like Jersey Boy, Jersey Boys is scheduled to be at the Buell Theater for April 15th, 16th, and 17th in 2022. Cats is also planning on coming May 24th through the 29th, 2022. And then I think it looks like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is coming next Christmas around December 16th to 18th. So just just know i went through the subscription model if you're interested in those things because tickets are on sale now you can get those now these things like jersey boys cats all this stuff be on the lookout go to the denver center for the performing arts website they will have all this information and they will let you know when and how and where to buy all of these tickets but the jersey boys cats as i understand it are not on sale right now they're not part of the subscription so just know that there are other show offerings but all that to say, the purpose, the whole point of this segment now is to get everyone jazzed. Broadway is back. The performing arts are back. And if you are interested, get ready because starting in November, shows are starting again. So if that's interesting to you, hop on the website. Like I said, Denver Center for Performing Arts. They will direct you to the subscription model or even if you just want to buy single off tickets, I think the only season or the only single ticket you can buy right now is the Lion King, but that will obviously change as we progress through the year. So that's that. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Be excited. Broadway's coming to Denver. I know, right? So I'm excited because I've never been to the Buell Theater. It looks legit. I was on Google Maps kind of poking through, looking at what uh you know what what it looked like and all that, and uh pretty, pretty, pretty excited. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we are Definitely, once we are done recording this episode, I am promptly going to be buying my Lion King tickets. And then from there, we'll be uh, on the lookout as well. And, and 
we'll do our best guys. If you, if we see something or we like buy tickets and we know something's coming up, you know, for future episodes, for what have we learned or, you know, kind of interesting facts, we'll put a little plug in there for you guys. Just, you guys may be aware, but if you're like me and you're a, a, a loyal listener, you know, this literally is just a, a podcast as we progress through our lives in Denver. So if we are buying tickets, we will let you guys know. And then, you know, Interestingly enough, we had our first encounter with uh, a loyal listener and follower last week, which we were pumped about. We could, you know, if we we give you guys all the lowdown on these tickets, we'll most likely see you guys at the theater as well. So we'll uh, we'll give you guys a heads up in the future as well. So, um. so all right, guys. Well, getting artsy this week, musical theater. If you uh, want to get in the mood, I think Hamilton's still on Disney Plus. So. I may give that a listen just to get my get my musical, you know, excitement going. But yeah, so your that's that. Your music, your music mojo is going tonight. It's going on. I know it's it's about to go down. There it is go. about to go down. So, all right, guys. Well, I think that's the episode this week. Hopefully, yeah. you guys are gonna sit back and relax and watch the All Star Game with us tonight. And hopefully, everything we have. It looks like it's a hot week, but. Hopefully have a good week, guys. So be safe out there. If you're going to the game, cheer on our Royals, cheer on our Rockies, and be safe out there, guys. We love y'all. See you next week. Peace.